We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. I'm your host, Tori Simone, and today is super special because I'm joined with my dear friend and co-worker, I all guess in things. a way, literally yeah. all the things, Danielle Backer. Ooh, New hello. last name. I know. You just got married. I did. It's so crazy. I, your name in my phone is still your maiden name. So well, I need it's to go still change technically that. both. It depends on where I am. Depends on who you ask. Yeah. If you ask her husband, it's Backer. Well, if you ask my husband, it's not changed yet. That's <laughs> what he would say. If you find me on Stride, I am Backer. If you find me on Instagram, I am Backer. If you find me in other locations, it is <laughs> my maiden name. Depends. It does Dep- depend. I have two personas. I like it. I like Keep it too. It it's like a different, yeah. different person. Yeah, it's kind of cool. You're still real low in, <laughs> in my phone. So anyway, I'm here with Danielle today, and um, I'm so excited to film this pod. <laughs> we talked about this in September. Yeah, a long time ago. And it's January. It's Which kind of embarrassing crazy. on my part. No, sorry. Why? That's my bad. <laughs> just it is. Just is. Um, so I'm really excited to get into today's topic we have literally like five topics that we're literally going to cover today because we were talking about what we want to talk about and I was like well we could talk about this we could talk about this we could talk about this and literally everything meshed into one yeah so as it normally does when we talk it normally (laughs) does but wait I want to talk about a couple other things before we get into it so first of all typically I always like to talk to them about I mean you listen to the pod you know what's up with the show so last time I talked about Bridgerton Mm -hmm. normally I have like a book update there's a lot of stuff I need to fill everyone in on we will have a book update though soon that's what I want to talk to you about good okay so um I ordered the the book for us oh yeah it comes tomorrow (gasps) that was a surprise so we got veridity 
Verdi. I don't know how to say it, how to say Ver- it either. Verity. Verity. That sounds right. <laughs> by Colleen Hoover. Yes. I ordered it on Amazon. So it should be here either like today or tomorrow. Okay, good. Did so you I'll finish it other to book you. though? No. That's <laughs> why that's why you're not going to. That's why I need to talk about. I've been so out of my routine, which is so ironic that we're even talking about routines on today's episode, but I'm not kidding. Like since the first, like since the second shutdown on like December 12th, it's now a month later. Yeah. I just feel like I've been so shifted out of my routine. What were you reading? Um, the same book that I am now. It's called All the Missing Girls. I forget who it's oh. by. Wait, did you read that? Yes. You don't like it? I love it. Oh, But okay. I'm just like not making time to read. It was my favorite book. Really? Yeah. I'm really why. liking it. Well, I and I told um, Kylie, because now we got Kylie on the- Kylie Reed. <laughs> Shout out Kylie. Train, um, that I think it was, her name's Megan something because yeah. she's from this area. Sullivan? I think feel like it starts with M. I don't know. I think, I think it, just, it does start with an M. Yeah, I don't know. But she is from this area, so everything she talks about is like really like nostalgic. Oh yeah, well that would make sense because she said something. In Philly, she's I think, based in, that in one. Philly. The yeah. main character whose name I'm forgetting, which is uh, Nicolette. Sure. Yeah, she's <laughs> based in Philly. Ago. Yeah, but then there she has another book that was based in the suburbs of Pennsylvania. Oh my god, that's hype. Yeah, it was. I and I liked reading because. You know, PA is a lot like New York, so it was really like nostalgic. It was fun. I, I like blew that. through them. I really like that. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm just <laughs> taking time. I don't know. Well, like, you can take a break and we can start. Ugh, this next my one. routines suck. No, I really want to finish it. Like, I'm. I'm almost done it. Like, you read in the morning, don't you? I do. How Kylie did too, and I'm like, yeah. how do you guys do? Well, that? I wake up, and then we'll get into it. Okay. I wake up and then I read. Like, that's the first yeah. thing I do because like. I can't like like wake up and go work out right away. Like yeah, I need to like need to. wake up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that like wakes me up. Like it kind of gets my brain like activated mm-hmm. and it's like early enough where I'm just like I don't need to look at my phone or do anything yeah. else. So I normally read in the morning and then if I read at night, I literally go to sleep within like two pages. I get so tired. Yeah, that's what Kylie was saying too and that's what that's why I usually would read at night because with everything that goes on, which again, we'll talk about yeah. in your day. Like sometimes I need to like yeah. focus my energy and, and my eyes. And in the middle else. of the day, I feel like it's hard to like disconnect to read a book. Oh, a hundred percent. There's like, no way unless I yeah. was doing nothing and like on vacation, which let's be honest, it yeah. doesn't happen. Um, I don't think I'd be able to. Yeah. Like I read in the middle of the day sometimes like when there's literally nothing else to do and I'm like, I'm, I'm okay, chilling. Okay, so great that we bought a book. That yeah. We're, we're, we're just not going to read it. Kylie's going to read it before us. And she's like, oh, my God. And she might. little Kylie. If you guys don't know, Kylie is front desk at Stride. And, um, I might have seen her on your YouTube videos. They, oh, my God. They have. And everyone's always like, she's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kylie. I don't think Kylie's Aww, annoying Kylie's at all. Annoying. We love Kylie. We love Kylie. She just gets excited to vlog. <laughs> she loves a vlog. Yeah, she should. So what I want to tell all of you guys is that I'm, I don't have any book updates. A couple of people have asked me like, what books are you reading? I've been reading the same book. Um, <laughs> and it's just, it's my bad. I just, I really have been falling out of like my routine of books, but I did order a new one. And one of my clients, her name's Tori. She's the best. She mm-hmm. always like brings in books for me. Oh, yeah so she's like I just finished another book you're gonna have to read it I was like add it to the pile sis so yeah that's really cool so oh yeah you guys were chatting Mm -hmm. the other night she really is the best so that's my um that's my book update but another thing I want to talk about is Spotify podcast (laughs) it's like the shit it is it's where it's at yeah and I think well one thing I think for us why we like that is because we kind of live and breathe in Spotify yeah like our playlist for spin our like anything like 
we just like gravitate so like a nature of habit I yeah. feel like like I like when I like go on Spotify on my computer and like I see like these are the podcasts you listen to these are the music like this is all that stuff like it's just very organized very organized <laughs> yes. and what's cool about Spotify this isn't sponsored by the way <laughs> kind of sounds it but it's not but if you're listening to this on like Apple podcast like really you should switch over to Spotify I just think not it's sponsored, though. not sponsored but I just think it's so much better because mm-hmm. I was always like an Apple podcast junkie. Like I was like, mm. I, why is Spotify even trying to do the whole podcast yeah. thing? I thought it was kind of weird, whatever. Yeah. And then I would like follow people on Spotify for their podcast, but yeah. then I never knew where the podcast tab was. And I was like, this is so annoying. I can't even like see where the new episodes are every yeah. day. Well, but I now I know like, where the tab is. Yeah. I feel like one reason too is like Spotify kind of comes off as like not a social media platform, but kind of like okay. there's a lot of like you can follow different people on the sides and like, you know what I mean? Like mm. things like this, like I'm thinking of like artists and stuff that I think about or like podcasts or like you would like this one. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it kind of involves you more rather than like Apple music. I feel like you just have to know what you're looking for. That's a great point. I didn't yeah. think about it that way. Well, cause it's a lot of stuff that I don't have to think about when I think about too many other things. That's true. Like, you would like this artist or you would like this, or this is a new podcast. And I'm like, Oh, Okay, based yeah. on your crime and horror things that you listen That's to. what I like is like when you go into Spotify podcast, yeah. it like will have all the genres listed out as does Apple podcast, to be fair. But when you do it in Spotify, like then they'll, within their genres, they have like a hundred different other genres. And not to say they're also, and I think this is why you and I gravitate towards it. It's more aesthetically pleasing. Very much and so. And they, they, work a lot in their like branding and marketing because yeah. like every little category has its own little thumbnail and has its own it's little so like cute yeah so they like try which I think like and nowadays it's constantly updated yes and the best thing about Spotify podcasts is that they have podcast playlists yeah so if it shows that you don't even know exist but you're like oh today I really want to wake up and listen to like a very motivating morning like I want to I want to listen to yep how I can become a billionaire with Bitcoin. Yeah. You can like literally go in and find a playlist of podcasts, like mm-hmm. 25 podcasts yeah. that are about how to become a billionaire with it's Bitcoin. It's very user friendly. It's so much mm-hmm. so. And like, that was the thing with podcasts was like, I was having such a hard time finding mm-hmm. shows. And like, people ask me all the time, like, what shows do you listen to? What episodes do you listen to? I'm having a hard time, which I get like mm-hmm. adventuring into podcasts is kind of scary. Cause it's like, you're yeah. entering into like season 12 of yeah. a series, you know, nothing about. Yeah. Well, so one thing I think that makes it what it is. And you and I have talked about this on different product topics. Spotify is Spotify. Like that's it. Apple they have Mac they have like they're not going to invest their time and money is not going to go into Apple music they don't care such I love when you bring up that (laughs) argument I'm not kidding guys she says this to me all the time and I'm like you're so right (laughs) just things well you like along those lines like what you said like we talk about that with a bunch of different things Mm -hmm. all the time and you're always right yeah like well for example again not sponsored or not hating on Nike because all I own is Nikes but like Nike can come out with a shoe for every single type of person and they're always going to make money because they make their bank elsewhere so like yeah they can make like a, we were talking about like a spin shoe they have spin shoes they're not the best spin shoe yeah but they can do that and they're not going to invest their time money and marketing in that right but they have it so the people who want it it's there same it thing with that ties back to have you read the one thing i always talk about on this podcast no. it's a book you need to read it because okay. it literally ties like right back into that <laughs> right after we read our next one so, uh, yeah, actually, I, I bought it on my iPad and I read it in a day. Did you? So I'm really okay. good with that one. Let me try to find message notifications because they keep going off. Everyone keeps hitting my jack right now. So let me just silence that. But anyway, 
Spotify podcast is literally where it's at. No shade, no tea to anyone else, such as Apple podcast. Yeah. But seriously, um, it really just is awesome with Spotify. And I realized yeah. that when Joe Rogan switched over, because I was like, why would yeah. he do that? Mm-hmm. It's the shit. He has his own little mm-hmm. column. It's free marketing. It's free marketing. Mm-hmm. And when this is another thing I want to talk about, because maybe it's a problem. Um, whenever he will put up an episode and you listen to it, yeah. the video also plays mm, all the on time. your phone. Oh, all, you all the time. It op- it's a video oh. podcast. Yeah. But it's yeah. also like audio. It's just so amazing. It's yeah. so, so great. Like they really like just mastered it. I know. I don't think Spotify would want me to do that. Well, they definitely just do the works for Joe Rogan. What if we did just did it in like we could definitely do a video podcast for sure (laughs) people want video podcasts I keep saying that I'm like I don't even know how to link up the audio like I'm an idiot when it comes to that but wait I want to ask you a question because I think I literally have a problem about something okay what's your problem so yesterday I was listening to this podcast with Joe Rogan yeah and I was watching the video podcast when I got home Uh and the guy that oh my god I'm gonna cry thinking about him the guy that was in the podcast was wearing a suit Oh, right. That's cute. Right. Oh, like I knew he was going to be. His... He... Oh. Who was it? Travis something. What does he do? I'll look it up. He was abducted by aliens. I know. Hang on. Let me look it up. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it ruined my day because he was so cute. Like he it wore ruined your day that he was cute. Yes. Like he wore a suit because he was going to be so excited to be on the show. She's laughing that he was abducted by aliens. <laughs> His name's Travis Walton. Can I see a photo? I'll show you the video. And then we can both cry. Look at his suit. Uh, what is going on with that background? Where oh, are that's they? his new studio. He moved to Houston or Austin. Oh, He's there? in Texas. Yeah. He's, He's somewhere. somewhere. He was excited. What is Joe wearing? His black a black t-shirt. t-shirt. <laughs> I mean, so disrespectful. I'm just kidding. But like, th- yeah, literally a black t-shirt. Oh, well, it's long sleeve. This time. long sleeve. He looks it, a little professional. It shouldn't ruin my day that he wore no. a suit. But I well, not a negative way. Not a negative way at all. But I don't know. I just feel so strongly like he dressed yeah. up for this. So do you know? And this is like a completely off topic. You are. And this is where you and I are similar, which again, we'll talk about. You are an extremely empathetic person. Really? I feel like I'm not. Which is why I want to tell you that you are because okay. do you think that I am? <laughs> okay. There's certain there's certain triggers that you have like that. Like yeah. you just got like super emotional about that because you yeah. feel how he feel like how oh, excited. That's what God. I'm saying. I'm That's not kidding. It's empathy. ruining my day thinking about it. Like I'm going to cry. That, and you, guys, there's she really is like There's a couple other crying. examples like, like that. that yeah. Like I think back to things where people are just being so cute. Like do you have that passionate. with old people? Yeah. See, sometimes, yeah. but like, yeah, I just, oh my God, I literally can't talk about it because I'm going to cry. I remember there was this one time my mom was like at the studio and she was like set up a table to like sell something. And I think about it and it may, it ruins my day when I think about it. Yes. And that is exactly why you flip it. <laughs> this is my degrees coming out that I didn't <laughs> use. Um, you flip it to be anti-empathetic. Because Ugh. it literally – It hurts it hurt, me. Yes. It hurts your heart so much like it's that so you can't – it's so cute yes. yep. that it hurts me. So you learned something. You're empathetic. I can't even think about it. Like I was yeah. trying to explain it yesterday yeah. mm-hmm. to a friend and like 
Yeah, no, I, I say couldn't. Max and I, and Max is my husband, by the way. We shout out Max. <laughs> shout Hopefully out. he listens. <laughs> and hear me shout him out this time. Seriously. Maybe I'll title it Base Nectar. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he realizes it now and he'll like he doesn't get mad at me, but he just doesn't understand like why little stupid things like that Ugh. get me so like so emotional. mine, and this is very different than yours. Mine is animals. Anything animal, mm. like I get to the core like so upset not even anything bad like he'll try to show me like adoption videos or something on Instagram and I literally will tear up and can't watch them oh. because I know how that animal felt <laughs> but I don't though like I've never been through that scenario but I feel how happy like, I'm gonna start crying now. <laughs> like how happy that dog is that they just want to be in a home like it's just so sad yeah I definitely don't relate to a whole animal thing but when I think about people yes yeah, he minds the opposite but like that's the <laughs> thing but like anything else like he'll show me something completely opposite of that and he will be upset and look at me and be like why are you so cold and I'm just like I don't know this just doesn't do it for me like I don't yeah. care but it's just certain things yeah You're like very empathetic I wish I didn't watch the video of him in a suit it really stuck with you all day, but that's good. That though. happened you have yesterday. Feelings. I'm still thinking about it. You have feelings. I do have that feelings. You, think you don't have. You have. But them. they're very strong. It's just that it was so cute that he did yeah. that. Like yeah. he was so looking. Like the thought of yeah, him see? buying that suit. Oh, it's new. Maybe. <laughs> it does. I hope new. it's not. The thought of him literally buying that suit just for the podcast sets me on a spiral that no one even understands. Yeah. In the best way possible, but it ruins my day at the same time. Yeah. Ugh. Exactly. You're empathetic. I have a couple examples like that. I li- I can't get into it because it will ruin my day. But I hope I'm not alone in that. Okay. No. Good to know. I'm empathetic. Did not know that. <laughs> Learning something new. I do have feelings. <laughs> they are there. Last thing I want to talk about before we get into the topic. Danielle was a runner. Mm-hmm. I told everyone last week that I was running every single day. Yes. Um, I have not stuck to it. Yeah. Here's why. Let, let me hear. My body's hurting. Yeah. So bad. So good though. It's so good. Like yeah. I'm going to go for a run today. You also taught a lot this week, though, which is very different than your normal schedule. Yeah, I did. I did. Mm-hmm. But, like, every day was a new injury. And, like, yeah. I got injury. new shoes. Not injury, okay. but, like, something was wrong. Yeah. Like, last week, my back hurt. Like, my yeah. lower back. Like, yeah. I could literally pinpoint where it was. Mm-hmm. And it felt like a bruise. Yeah. But it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And then it was my heel, my mm-hmm. left heel. Okay. Very weird. Felt In like new shoes or old shoes? New shoes. Okay. Felt like... Um, a bruise, but it wasn't just like internal. It was yeah. so weird. That lasted like two days. Then that went away. Mm-hmm. Then I went for a run. I literally only ran like, I'm only running like a mile to two miles. Like yeah. I'm not really putting yep. on distance here. Yep. I just want to get out and do it. Yes. Um, then the next day when I went for a run on Sunday, yeah. like this, my, I tried to explain this to my mom. She wasn't understanding it. My shins. Yeah kill but the yeah. sides of my shin yeah it feels like if you were to get a stick and you were mm-hmm. to bend the stick mm-hmm. until it snapped you know those are shin splints right oh really yeah did mm-hmm. not know that so what you're supposed to do for them and because when I played field hockey I would get them all the time you know those little um like cups that you like get at like the dentist or something that you can buy them like for, yeah they're for bathrooms they're just like the little dixie cups yes dixie cups thank you you freeze water in them mm-hmm. and then when it's frozen you take the thing out and you just rub it into the sides of your shins oh that's a great yeah. idea mm-hmm. i have cbd cream too yeah I was trying to use that too see sometimes that like i feel like i feel like you should do both or with cream you have to like make sure you get the surrounding area because that one area that you miss that will start to hurt <laughs> or you'll so feel right. because you'll just be like all right like let me rub it on and yeah. then 
you, the, like this part hurts yeah, and you're like it. that's not a thing but I feel it there it's like so yeah weird. you're so right yeah but no those are shin splints I used to get them all the time it like sucks and it my mom sucks. was like you need to like not you can't run if you keep having these injuries and I'm like okay so I took a day off because you're right like I did teach a lot this week and yes. I was like also yesterday it's a good thing you weren't in class why so yesterday's class was crazy yeah I know what do you mean it's a good thing I was upset it was crazy I know after I saw I'm like really it was literally crazy like I've never gotten so many messages after a class good being like dude what what happened in there like it was crazy yeah did you do your thing um what's my thing just oh the takeoff thing I didn't do the takeoff thing but um I like you know, like during sprints, like yeah. when people are like tired yeah. and then like, <laughs> yes, they just kind of just like go mute. Yeah. I like, it wasn't mute. Like people were like, good. Whew, whew. The energy was there. No, no, no. They, they weren't yeah. woohooing. Oh, they were trying to get air. <laughs> Danielle, I've never heard anything like it in my life. It was like the it best. Was it was. Yes, it was the best. So let me tell you why. Yeah. So for all my spin people, you might enjoy this. If you guys don't like spin. I think you'll start after I talk about this. So what I did, um, you know the song Blueprint? You know the song. I've played it so many times. This one. I think it was Waits for last Wednesday. So I started with this song. Okay. And we did it as like a push and crunch. Like just yeah. out of the side yeah. of like one, two. Uh-huh. And then I ended with that song. Oh. But then we did it as sprints. I love that. Yeah. So we started love and that. ended with the same song. And it's like a five-minute song. Yeah. It was what I did for my quick hitter. I yeah. tried at home. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that five-minute song. Yeah. So you're like, okay. Yeah. So I started them <laughs> yes. with that. And they weren't like, you know, that was a warm-up. So yeah. they're like, whatever. But even during the warm-up, like the one is like a minute long. And after uh-huh. the one minute long, they were like, whoo. And I was like, oh, man, they're in for it. Like they don't yeah. even know what's coming. Yeah. Um. And then it was just fast. Like, I didn't mean for it to be that fast, but it was, like, fast. It was good. It was really That's good. That's really cool that you it ended was, with that. Yeah. It was really good. It was probably my oh, favorite man. class I've, like, ever taught. Stop! Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. Rub it in, dude. That sucks. Sorry. I know Danielle had a busy day. So she was supposed to ride, and then she had a busy day. She's like, I can't. I was like, totally yeah. fine. Sorry. Talk about priorities. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about that. But it was crazy. Yeah. So uh, that's why I didn't want to run because I was teaching a lot this week too. Yeah. Um, and I was actually going to be like writing for all of them, not just like talking. And not Yeah. And not to mention, like we've talked about this before, like your utter depletion when you're teaching. Yeah. Especially like you had a team teach. Like that's a complete different energy because you have all these other things going on at the same time and you're just super hype and then all these things and you're writing, then you're writing with somebody else who's different than you so you're doing different things your body's doing different things it's just like a lot yeah and then to run on top of that like you'd be crazy (laughs) it was a lot yeah it was a lot so I'm gonna run again today okay well you know how it goes I told I literally was like guys like keep me accountable and I'm like not running (laughs) but it's not because I don't want to it's because I like if you were literally getting hurt if you like weren't doing anything and you were like just sitting in your bed like I'd be like okay like yeah like come on let's go for a walk at least (laughs) yeah let's like do something (laughs) around the apartment like let's just walk yeah yeah. I understand that makes sense you're fine we are fine (laughs) all right let's get into it I'm so glad that we did that 21 minutes later the people are like can we get onto it (laughs) this is what happens like I'm not kidding Danielle and I will like yeah I remember one of the first weeks that we were like working together Mm -hmm. it was that Friday where we were Mm -hmm. drinking White Claws at the office and 
we just stayed for what like two hours yeah just like drinking white two claws. extra hours i mean we're already literally together, we were like, there all day mm-hmm. and then it was like afterwards we're like you want to drink and we just like literally talked for like two hours yeah just like we had a case we of white claws in for i don't know what reason we just had them <laughs> it was there. after your wedding you brought them oh, i had so many and i still have a case left <laughs> bring them I might as well that's what we should have had Lots damn of, it both <laughs> one of these lattes <laughs> we went white we claw white claw at 10 a.m yeah no this is what happens though we just like talk so much yeah but as we should, yeah. it's a podcast of what people want. Exactly. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally adjust the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's 
honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. So Danielle and I kind of want to get into, um, I don't know how to say this without sounding very narcissistic, Mm. but Mm -hmm. Danielle and I have realized through working together that we're like built the same way, Mm. meaning that like we're very productive, we're very forward with our work, we're very motivated and we just, we take a lot onto our plate. Um, very big on like the whole hustle culture, very big on avoiding burnout, Mm -hmm. very big on prioritizing, just being like, we call it like built different. Yeah. And, um, I think a lot of people want to know Mm -hmm. about what it's like to be quote unquote built different Yeah, and just kind of like go through a work day and like how Mm -hmm. we do it all and how anyone listening can also start doing it all. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what we're going to dive into today and I'm really excited. So can you explain who you are, (laughs) how we met? Yes. Um, just give me an elevator pitch. Yeah. So, um, you might've heard me just talk about it for a second, but I am actually from New York. Um, and I played field hockey, which is why I was talking about running. Um, and then after college, so I went to college for, I wanted to be a therapist and a psychologist my whole life. Like that's just what I wanted to be. I look. Hence, I love talking and I love talking to people and I love hearing not not about people's problems, but about like what makes people in their brains tick and like how I can help. I love helping. Um, can that attest is, to this. Yeah. She's great at advice. <laughs> I, lo- I don't know why. And it's not I think I am a good listener. It's not like I just like want to give you my opinion. I, I don't care about my opinion. I care about what your thoughts are. Um that is not what I do for a living. That is not what I went to go do. So after college, um, I went to college in upstate New York. I, my family has a lot of ties in Las Vegas. My grandfather, um, started off as, you know, very, very low on the totem pole in casinos in Las Vegas, worked his way up to a CEO. Um, so I was like, well, I guess I'll move to Vegas and just by the way, my family all moved back to New York, so it was just going to be me by myself and just be like, oh, okay, well, this is cool. Um, I used to visit a lot, so as to some people are like, how did you do that? That's so crazy. Like, it's a new city. It was a new city for me at that age, but it was still familiar. And when you ever, like, fly into Vegas for anybody that goes and you look outside, it's a whole 
because it's in a valley, there's nothing else around it. So it's super weird. So like when you're flying in, it, it, it's almost so small and homey because that's it. Like, you know, everybody there, like the streets run the same length, the whole of the whole city. So like there's like there, it's like built on a grid. And so like if you're on Durango, you could be east or west, but you're on Durango. So you're never lost. Like it's it's super weird. Kind of like New York, but like not. <laughs> not because New York is like big and crazy. But so I moved to Vegas. Um, again, I got into marketing. Um, I worked for Caesars Entertainment. Um, my first job was in their corporate marketing office doing all events and promotions for all of Nevada. So that's everything on the Strip. That's all their casinos on the Strip, which there were, I want to say, nine. And then the other cities that they were. So Lake Tahoe had two. Reno had one. And then Lake Laughlin had one. So I was in charge of creating all the back end of events and promotions for that, which a lot of people don't think about, like, the back end stuff. They just, like, think of, like, walking into a casino and she's like, oh, there's, like, something going on. But, like, I used to make – so you know how, like, casinos have little cards that you, like, put money and stuff on? Mm-hmm. So, um, like, if you go to swipe your card and, like, you, like, pick a pumpkin and, like, win a certain amount, like, I made those games. Oh so, yeah, I, like des- – I didn't, like, actually, like, graphically design. Like, we had a computer people for that. But, like, if we wanted, like, that month – it was going to be Valentine's Day and we wanted like hearts to fly up and then like Cupid to, and I'm literally just making this up on the fly. I don't think <laughs> that this was one, but like Cupid to like knock one of them and then it would burst and it would be like $10 free play. Like I would come up with all of that and they would bring it to life. So it was super fun. It was That's so fun. Yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. Um, and then kind of because we're going to talk about all this crazy stuff, I got promoted that's within six months of being there. So at that point I was, 23 23 so I was in charge of my division how old are you now to give people a gist I'm 30 30 and proud <laughs> sister thanks for rubbing it in no, I'm just kidding. um yeah so this was a while ago yeah which you know it, it's interesting to hear my side versus Tori's side and they're kind of the same regardless um so I did that and then I you know worked in different casinos um still doing marketing, sales and marketing, things like that. And met my husband. <laughs> Shout out Max again. <laughs> Shout out Max again. Um, at the gym because, you know, gym life. Can you explain how that went down? Because I'm sure a lot of people have questions like, how did you guys meet at the gym? So I, just like you and a lot of girls out there who probably walk into a gym and see the other girls in tank tops and makeup and are like, uh, why don't I look like that? I was not that. And I went in, literally head down, music on, didn't even talk to the people at the front desk. And he was working at the gym. So he would always see me, um, you know, check in and whatever. And he'd always try to get my attention. I do remember one time, and I don't know if he remembers, but Syracuse basketball is my team. Love Syracuse. And especially from just moving, it was like my little piece of home. So anytime they were on, I would always like have it on my phone or something like that. And I think he saw that it was on my phone. And my husband actually is also from New York, which is why it's super crazy that we just so happened to me and we just at the same place and we we're doing the same things. And I remember him seeing my phone. He was like, oh, Syracuse. And it clicked, something clicked for me because I was like, oh, that's super weird that somebody all the way across the country knows who, like, you know who Syracuse yeah. is, but like he knew people on the team and like knew things about it. So I was like, okay. Still didn't talk to him though. <laughs> Sorry, still, Max. <laughs> yeah. I still like walked away. And then he loves telling the story. Uh, my grandmother. So like I said before, like my grandparents, have a tie um out in Vegas because they got started there blah 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 um 
they ended up buying a house there as their retirement. So instead of going to Florida, like everybody on the East Coast does, they wanted to just go back to Vegas because they knew people there and things. So they bought a house um, and my grandma was coming out and she, you know, just like a lot of moms and grandmas are like, I want to get in shape. Can I come with you? So I was like, sure, you can come to the gym with me. So she came um, to the gym. We signed her up and Max was actually working at the front and like moved his way to the front to like check us in and like talk to us. Me, walked on by, was like, all right, bye. And then he <laughs> stopped my grandma Ooh. and was like, because he noticed our last names were the same and was like, um, oh, is that your granddaughter? Blah, blah, blah. And he like started talking to her. And then after she's like, he's so cute. Blah, blah, blah. So I start working out. I, <laughs> they used to keep like, you know, we do at Stride, like hair ties and stuff like that at the front. I purposely broke my hair tie. Oh my God, <laughs> shut up. You want to know? Flirt. If, I don't know if he knows this. I purposely broke it. He probably does. And I went up to the front and I was like, hey, can I have a hair tie? And he's like, oh yeah. yeah. So he like <laughs> went to get it to me and I was like, oh, so how old are you? Weird, really weird question. I know that's super weird to ask, but let's keep in mind, I was 23. My husband is two years younger than me. If anybody has seen him, he looks 10 years younger than me. <laughs> he looks like a very, he's very good looking. He's very, he just has a very young face. So I was really concerned because I'm like, okay, I'm young, but if he's looking younger than me, this might be an issue. So um, oh, I asked him and he lied. <laughs> he said Shut he was up. a year older than he was. He wasn't. He was 21 and I think he lied and said he was 22. So he's two years younger than me. Um, sometimes two years or sometimes one and a half. I don't know. Whatever. But. So that's how that happened. And then we just, you know, as the cool young kids do, got each other on Instagram, <laughs> started talking <laughs> that way. Um, and then we started texting. And then literally seven years later, here we are. That's so yeah. cute. And then so because he is also from New York, when him and I, you kind of just get to a stage when you move away from home that like, well, some people, I guess I can't, I can't say all because I know a lot of people who still live away. You like get your fill. And I don't know if it was because Vegas was so small to me that like it's super big when you go there I think it's just intimidating because there's a lot of buildings yeah but when you work there you know everybody in, in like everybody's in the same industry everybody does the same thing so it's kind of it gets super familiar but because I was so young I was I was getting comfortable and I, I wasn't comfortable so I was like okay not for me like let's do something else his sisters were getting married and getting pregnant or already had kids and they were all on the east coast and my family was still on the east coast so we moved back, and that's how we ended up in Philly. Which yeah. is crazy, because yeah. you guys were both from New York, mm -hmm. then both went to Vegas, mm -hmm. met and dated for the majority of your mm -hmm. dating life in Vegas, yep. and then came to Philly. Yep. And we never been to Philly before, either of us, but it is a middle point. So he's from Long Island, and I'm from upstate New York by Syracuse, hence Syracuse basketball. And where we live is about four, four and a half to me, and like, Two and a half, no traffic with him, but, you know, it's New York City and Long Island. It, it could take up to four hours, but we're at a good, like, center point. So that's how we ended up here. I like it. Yeah. And then that's how our paths cross. That is how, oh, yes, let's get there. So when Max and I moved, we lived in Maniunk, and for those who don't really know the area, so it's, like, really right outside of Philly, um, the center city. It's considered a borough, so, mm -hmm. like, our address was still Philadelphia, but yeah. um, we lived in, like, the borough of Maniunk. It's, like, the first suburb of Philly. And it's super cute. And it's, it's really cute. Yeah, yeah. They, it's, like, super, like, artsy. It's very small, but they have a lot of shops and 
um, a lot of new restaurants, new apartment buildings, a lot of things. So we lived there for the first two years. Um, and then we decided to be adults and build a home and own a home. Um, it's just a townhouse, but, uh, the cutest townhouse always smells great. Yeah. Thank you. Good. All the candles. I love going Um, there. Which, you know, like I said, we had to adult at some point. We were engaged, so we were like, all right, I guess let's do this. We had a COVID wedding. We did, um, unfortunately, because it was supposed to be in June. Then it was going to be October. And then we were like, all right, 20 people, let's go backyard <laughs> on a farm. I went on Zoom. It's yes. like the most 2020 thing you ever heard. So 2020. It was so cute. It was muted the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Which I like can't even, but it's fine. You probably didn't want to hear because... <laughs> Did I tell you Max screwed up? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure he appreciated me <laughs> being yeah. unmute. Screwed up again between 20 people. It's like nothing. But he was like, after he was like, oh my God, thank God we didn't have. Because again, two Italian people, we were going to have like almost 300 people there. Yeah. It would have been so chaotic. Been so fun. So, it would have it would have been really after. Yeah. After I'm on display for everybody. But let me just like say like you were so nonchalant like oh yeah your I was wedding so week you literally were like yeah I just have to get married I spotted morning my wedding literally with you guys yeah. literally but it was like the week of the wedding I think mm-hmm. we were like setting up straight at home yeah, or we probably. were filming that week something mm-hmm. like that and you're like yeah I just have to like I can do this on like Friday night but like I'm getting w- married on Saturday <laughs> so I can't really do it Saturday it was day. my third wedding planning at that point I'm like geez you were so chill though <laughs> like beyond chill to the point where I was like does she know she's getting married? <laughs> is she aware of like what's actually happening? So I think know? it's a, that is a combination of being together for almost seven years and planning things for a, a living. Yeah, like that's doing true. that for a living and like in Vegas, at, nonetheless. True. Like so much chaos that now, and I had a great friend that who is it's actually one of Max's best friends who became one of my really really good friends. Um. Sam, she also does it for a living, and she used to work in fashion, and she used to do fashion weeks in New York oh, City and Paris. Hype. Yeah, so you I just talk- posted her, didn't you? Yes, I did. And she just turned twenty eight. Shout out Sam. Shout out um, Sam. <laughs> so again, our like threshold for things is like very high. Yeah. So this was like very very small for us. So um, it was really cute. Yeah, she, no, she did and made everything super perfect. Um, but yeah, enough about my wedding. So. <laughs> <laughs> you um yeah so we moved out this way um a little over a year ago now September was a year in our house um and you know just going to the gym I I I go through spurts and I think a lot of people do this I think you've talked about it before Mm. of what you like to do when you work out so I was at that point I I my running spurt was done like I did a half in Disney Disneyland when we lived in Vegas because California was right there um so I was done with that. I was into just the gym and, you know, lifting and weights and everything like that. So I was going to the gym and I have two dogs and shout one. Out Chella and Bentley. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Chella with all of the issues. She's a French bulldog and literally now we find a human is a human with that is allergic to air. But now, <laughs> but now we finally got her on a food that's like not super crazy. But because of that, I had to like always go around, find different foods. And um, one food store that I was going to that had like specific food happened to be right next to Stride. Never heard of Stride. Never heard of you. Never heard of anything because I wasn't from here. So I was like, mm-hmm. whatever. But honestly, the sign <laughs> lit up. <laughs> is, is I was like, okay, what is this place? Looks super cool. So I went into the store next to it and I was like, let me just look it up. I actually, and you could probably tell, well, I don't know now because we switched systems. I can but tell. If I canceled? Yeah. I canceled like three times the first yeah. time. And then my first class was a theme ride. And one thing, side note about me, 
obviously I'm from New York. I love rap and hip hop. Like that's honestly my go-to for anything. And it was the Jay-Z Lil Wayne ride. And I'm like, so all right, fun. if I'm going to do anything, it's going to be this one. Yeah. Um, so that's how I started. And then I just kept going, kept getting addicted. Like everybody else does. That's right. Going like two or something times a day. Mm-hmm. Would always go to your class. Would go to Jess's. Would go to a lot of people. Um, and then fast forward to pandemic. Um, little, I think it was a little bit before. It I was, was right before the pandemic. It because was right, I had my TED talk. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I was supposed to. So that my, is exactly my why. TED talk was supposed to be in March. Yeah. And then it got shut down because of the pandemic. Yeah, but I still think this might have been even January then. Literally like this yeah. time last year, which is crazy. It oh is. My crazy. God, I should look at my reservations and see what class it was. I can definitely find That's it. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. I was in a job, so I still did marketing when I moved here. Just I wanted to venture out into different industries because, you know, hotels are hotels and it gets kind of not boring. Again, we'll talk about <laughs> why being built different. Like it's just – it was comfortable to me and I'm not – I don't like being comfortable. I like learning. I like doing different things. So I tried different industries. The one job I was at, I was not feeling great about and I did not love it and – you know, going to stride classes really helped because one, we have that whole motivational section that sometimes it really is what you need to hear. And I don't know if it's what you talked about that day or something. And I was just like, you know what? I do a lot for Tori, not, not for Tori, but like what Tori likes to do. And I was like, let me just talk to her because I saw you had your Ted talk coming Mm -hmm. up and you were talking about expanding and you just like talked about sea isle. And I was like, that's so cool. I love fitness. I've done it my whole life. Um, Tori seems pretty cool. (laughs) I'm just going to like, you know, go up and talk to her. You do not understand. I came home and my friend Emmy, who I'm sure will listen. So shout out Emmy. Shout out Emmy. Um, I was texting Emmy. I was so nervous after I talked to you. I'm like, (laughs) I made an idiot out of myself. I sounded so stupid. Oh my, like for days. I remember it clear as day. Oh, great. Because (laughs) I was like, so nervous and I don't know why like I, I don't really get nervous yeah, you never get nervous. so I don't know why I was I was Flatter. nervous for a wedding <laughs> I was nervous talking to you and I don't know why and like literally for like a week I was like spiraling and like sulking <laughs> and I'm like oh my god and then and then right at, like you and I talked a little bit and then the pandemic yeah came. and then like everything just like went dark for like everybody for a while yeah um I obviously so I was Luckily, switching out of that job that I just was not for me um, to a new job as a marketing director and because the pandemic and because layoffs and everything, I did not get hired again. I was, you know, without a job again like everybody else and I was like trying to figure out what to do, where to go, anything and then I reached back out to you and it just like happened to be at the same time you were starting Stride at Home. Yeah. And here we are. Well, I remember your pitch to me was like, I take companies like to the mm-hmm. next level. Like that's yeah. what I do. And I yeah. was like, well, that's exactly what I want. Yeah. So we like set up a time to meet and then mm-hmm. li- it was the week that the world shut down. Yeah. We were scheduled to like, go get coffee. All yeah. the coffee shops closed. Yeah. So then we were like, all right, let's do a call. Yeah. Um, And I don't remember if we had the call. I think we did. And it was just very – because you had – a lot of people in different roles already and like you didn't have like you had a goal like I know you always talk about like opening up another one like locally or whatever um but again the pandemic hit yeah and it was still the limbo of like oh okay we're gonna be open in two weeks so it was like yeah I don't think you want to like make moves on anything but it was just like hear me out here's my resume like everything I've done like what because I remember you asked me specifically in your perfect job like in your if this was like we made a position for you like what would it be and like I just like kind of talked about like everything I like yeah. to do and 
um I do remember this now yeah and that was our first conversation yes and then what like maybe two months later a month yeah. later I reached out and I was like yeah hey, like this is a position open. Mm-hmm. It's not really what we talked about, mm-hmm. but it's like the only thing open mm-hmm. and it was project manager for Strat at yeah. Home. Yeah. And literally I was like, I don't think she's going to take it because I was like, it's so not like what she wants to do for us. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know if she's going to want it, but I was like, but here it is. I was really underselling it. I was like, I know it's not what you want to do. Yeah, but she kept <laughs> saying that. And I was like, she obviously does not remember my banter before. <laughs> All I do, I always undersell. Like even when I'm yeah. looking for videographers for Strat at Home, I'm like, guys, it's boring. It's mundane. And they're like, wow, you're really selling this. I'm like, I just want you to know what you're getting into. I mean, I agree to about that to an extent because you also don't want to get people in and then they bail on you yeah because like I it's want something no yeah what they're getting but themselves you d- into. I mean you need a calm under <laughs> but I definitely really <laughs> undersold it and literally I was like think it over let me know and literally I hang up the phone I get an email yes I'm in I'm like fuck yeah <laughs> and then that's when like our work relationship started and yeah. um I really just like realized that we like literally are like mm-hmm. the same person. Mm-hmm. And we always say that like we can't expect other people to have the same work ethic that we do yeah. because it's easy to assume that others are going to like work the way that we do or that others think the way that we do. And like we can't think like that because yep. we really realized that like finding Danielle mm-hmm. was so crazy to me because mm-hmm. I didn't know that like other people think like the way that you do. And it is a little, I don't know if humbling is the right word, but like it it gives you kind of like a sigh of relief yeah because you do go in and think of like oh my gosh am I like super crazy like do I not care about anything but work do I not you know what I mean like you go through these honestly spirals of like different like episodes of you being so tied up in work but you as a per like to the external and to somebody else that may not work the same way you do it looks exhausting and it looks like you're overcome with work and all you mm-hmm. care about. But to you, it's not work. Yeah. And it's, I don't think it's the same thing. And we were talking about this a little bit before, which I'm sure we'll talk about again. But it's not the same thing of when you find what you love or you're passionate about it, you'll never work a day in your life. It's not really that. A little bit. It's a little bit that. But like, I mean, I love what I do, but there's definitely yeah. days yes. that I'm like, I don't want to do this today. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And it, it's just... It's more, it's not about the context of the job, like what it entails. If you love it, that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. But it's more you and like how you and I like see work and see business. Yeah. Because I just said I'm married. Like you've had relationships. Like you, it's not that we're like those people that you see. You know what? TV makes it that way. TV yeah. makes it seem like, and I'm not getting in gender roles because I don't even feel that way, but a woman who's successful, that's all they care about. They can't have a family. You know what Mm -hmm, I mean? mm -hmm. And I've never had that feeling. Like I've never had like a gender problem. I've had an age problem. And as you have too, which being a boss or being see overseeing people or anything or trying to do business and you're too young. I I think being a female does tie into it too, but I don't think I've ever experienced like, Oh, you're a female. You can't do this. Right. But it does have a, a little shift on when people look at you of like, oh, well, do you go out or do you do anything or do you only work? And it's like, no, but when I look at work, like I love it. Right. Like we genuinely enjoy the work. And like, it's not, we were talking about this, it's not necessarily passion because I think Mm -hmm. we can like look back on jobs that we've had or have and we're like, yeah, I'm not the most passionate about this topic, but I'm competitive Mm -hmm. within myself. And like, if I'm going to do it, it's going to be the best thing that I can possibly do. Like I'm going to put it all out on the table. Yeah, because well, I think too, a lot, and I, 
I can't even lump myself in with your generation, but these generations. Yes, you and can. You're, well, what are you're you, a mine. No, you're a millennial. I'm, I'm a, a Gen Z. Yeah, but you're not, though. What year were you born? 90. I was 98. I am no, a Gen Z. I know what I'm saying. Like, logistically, oh. if you look at your peers, you're not. <laughs> that, no, that's true. That's yeah. true. So, and there's a lot of millennials that are not like me. So, like, there's, like, weird gaps. But yeah. basically, like, I don't know why we take on a different mentality with work than, like, not even our parents because your parents aren't like that, but older generations kind of looked at work as like, oh, I just need a job. Like I have to have a job, but we don't look at it like that. Mm-hmm. We look at it as like, I, I'm doing this for nine to 10 hours a day. I'm going to do it for nine yeah. to 10 hours a day. I'm not just going to sit here and be miserable. Yeah. I'm going to do it. And I think there's been such a big movement in the past maybe even like two to four years I think because of social media of like this rise of like working for yourself being an entrepreneur of sorts and I think that motivates people Mm -hmm. to really find something that they love Mm -hmm. and then be workaholics with what they love and I think a lot yeah because it's their own thing like yeah it's their own product it's their own baby and I think I don't think it's that we're more creative younger but I do think it's we're driven in a different way of like Oh, I like this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. And I don't know if it's just because the demographic of people we follow, but I feel like there's a lot of people I know that are becoming entrepreneurs. I agree. And I think time. it's because people are dipping their feet in with so many different experiences, yes. yep. finding what they like mm-hmm. and running with it. Yeah. because Which I think is great. Why, if you're doing it, like I said, for nine to 10 hours a day, because let's be real, there's no, no such thing as an eight hour work day, sometimes 12 hour work day why wouldn't you want to enjoy that? Right. And it's not that like you're going to find not all, most people don't find the majority of their success at a young age. Like most of the time it's when you're in your late thirties, early forties, even fifties. But I think these are like the fundamental building blocks of your career years Mm -hmm. that you need. Like even if you're not a millionaire by the time, I think everyone wants to be a millionaire by the time they're 30. Oh yeah. Most of the time Mm -hmm. that's not going to, Excuse me. That's not going to happen most mm-hmm. of the time. But I think that these experiences and getting the work ethic now mm-hmm. is the building blocks to setting yourself up for success for later. I also think, too, now that I'm thinking about it, I think we've switched that narrative that I was talking about before of if you love what you do, I think it's if you're good at what you do. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people I know, like um, one of my good friends from – home she worked in hospitals she ended up having twins she with everything going on she was like I don't think I want to go back in hospitals she's creative but she like didn't go to school to be like creative or anything but her husband um is you know creative and they started making kind of like a woodworking stuff she's good at it yeah I wouldn't say that she wakes up in the morning and craves to do that but she's really really good and she like I just helped her with a logo, which we'll talk about in a second. Yeah. But um, in like launching her own like stay at home thing because she wants to be a stay at home mom. But she's really good at this stuff. So she, her and her husband do that now. And I think a lot of these businesses that people are doing are things that they're just really good at. And I think that's such a good point. Too. Yeah. Like it it makes you happy. And this kind of talks about going back to doing everything 100%, like if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. 
you're going to do something you're good at 150% all the time. Yeah. Like, so, I think you and I can both apply that to instructing. Oh, yeah. Like, I know that I'm good at instructing. Yeah. I enjoy instructing. Mm-hmm. But it's not like my life's duty yep. to be the greatest spin instructor of all time and, like, but go around the world and do spin tours. Feeling, like, like I said before, depleted because you just yes. gave so much energy. But it's great energy. It's not yes. that – and let me preface that by saying depleted not in a negative way. In a good way because Walking, you just yeah, like when I get in my car, overfilled with so much like yes energy yes good energy. And if you didn't know, Danielle's also now a spin instructor. Yes, I am. That's right. <laughs> and she's gonna be at Danielle and Sea Isle, so she'll be at both. So if you guys yes. come down to Sea for the summer, she'll be there. Yay. Um, but anyway, like what we were saying, yes, I think it's a really good point that like it you do have to like mm-hmm. do what you're good at. Yeah. And like I always think back to when I worked at Sweet and Sassy, which was like my part-time job that I had in high school. Yeah. It definitely wasn't like my life's dharma yeah. to like be a party coordinator at Sweet and Sassy, but I was really good at it mm-hmm. and I had a lot of fun doing mm-hmm. it. And like when I f- was first hired, I was just like, you know, I got a couple shifts here and there mm-hmm. and I would eventually just like take every single open shift that I possibly could. And then I got to be the party lead. And then I would like lead the parties. I'd go Mm -hmm. on the microphones. Like I was just having so much fun. And then I would start working up front and then I was scheduling the parties and then I was managing the parties and then I became party manager. And then like, you know, you just like work your way up because I was really good at it and I was having so much fun doing it. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to like, you know, make a career out of it, but I wanted to be the best. you did I mean, I like I was you took a lot. And that's what I think two people. I think we hear our parents say that and we kind of just, you know, like young people when parents say something we're like, okay, Mm. like, oh, don't work at, you know, fast food. If you do like I was that way with bartending, which sounds super weird considering like, you know, I've worked my way up elsewhere. I loved bartending. I took every shift. I wanted to work all the time. I loved it was, and it's super weird, but I loved it being like a mind game, like having regulars come in, knowing what they, like it literally, mm-hmm. like you think about those games you play on your phone, like the like, oh, where, where's this card now? Like that kind of stuff. Like I loved when it was so busy and I had to like run around and remember things and like it flew by and I made a ton of money and there was a lot of tips. Like obviously that's the best part, but it was just fun and I was yeah. good at it and people enjoyed me being there. And, you know, it was just, there's a lot of things that like apply to that, like multitasking for one, being able to take an order, make a drink, ring someone up and get something for the waitress that's coming by all at You're the same literally time. queen of multitasking, which is rare because I, I was listening to the podcast and this was a while ago and it's always stuck with me. Mm-hmm where like a very small percentage of people can actually multitask. Mm -hmm. And I think you're in that because most people task switch. Yeah. So like they'll do, you know, multiple tasks, but you're only doing one at a time. Mm -hmm. You don't do that. Mm -hmm. You literally do multiple. I task switch. Yeah. Like I have a lot of ideas always going through my head where I'm like, okay, I need to do this and then this and then this. And like, let me switch to this in the middle of doing that. Mm -hmm. That's task switching. But like you literally will be like, Mm-hmm. You just said you're on a call right now, but we're filming a podcast. <laughs> like I, that's multitasking. Tori gets so stressed. I have so many tabs open on my. Oh my god, you guys need to see it. I just who was it? There was somebody else. I brought my laptop somewhere. It was. It, it might not have been Kylie, but it was like somebody just like like that. And I was yeah. like, oh, just don't don't don't, <laughs> don't look. look at the top. And they're like, oh, but like those are just all my things that I work on every day. So it's my three emails that I need open, not my work one because I have my separate computer for my work computer. Um, But like my business stuff, my 
there's just a lot of stuff on. There. I mean, let me explain the setup right now. <laughs> We're sitting on the couch. Yeah. We're recording this podcast. She has micro in her hand, mm-hmm. phone next to her. It's rung twice yeah. already. Uh-huh. And her work computer is sitting open right now. Like an IM chat is open and she's on a call. Yeah. So, I mean, she's, I'm not kidding, literally doing 12 things at once right now. Yeah. And I, I find myself. And this is normal. Yeah. And I find myself doing it. So, like, I still am in the corporate life. So, I'll talk a little bit just really quick about all the jobs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's like 12 that I have. Uh, let me take a sip of this latte that Tori made with her ice machine. With my that she ice machine about. and espresso, everybody. I was supposed to go to the beach last week, but I was like, I don't want to go because my ice machine's here and my espresso <laughs> machine is here. Decision making. And all the coffee shops are closed at the beach, but I also oh. like how I make my coffee. Anyway, no, sorry. So tangent. good. Um, so I still am in the corporate life, um, which I, I don't hate it. There's just... I don't know. We'll talk about that later. But so I am a marketing director. Um, I oversee a food service company and won't go into who, but um, (laughs) and so we service like if you were to go into I do hospitals, but if you were going to go into um, an arena or um, a college like we have like Duke and a lot of things like that, like they their catering is kind of outsourced. So that's why I work for, um, I do all of our healthcare division. So it's a lot of places. But I also, as Tori said, I'm an instructor. I also help Tori with a lot of marketing. And I just launched my own marketing company, (laughs) Dell Marketing. Started the first week of this year. um, And I do have to give all of that credit to Tori because I made Tori give me a to-do list and an outline because there was really, I've thought about this since I moved here because I was still working remotely a little bit um, while I moved here because my old boss, I could not have gotten, I emailed her actually the other day and said I could not have got where I am without her. She was super strict in a lot of things, but that made my mind become Mm -hmm. how it is, a nut job basically. Um, And I was working remotely for her because she didn't want to let me go and she couldn't find anybody that could do a lot of things that I could do. So we were trying to like modify the position. She ended up finding someone and I was trying to find like work and stuff here. And I wanted to launch my own. Um, but then I put it on the back burner for a while. Cause I was like getting jobs and I was like, Oh, well this is a new industry. Like I said, I want to like try to learn something different. I'm really not being like tuning my own horn. I just picked it up really fast. And, yeah. I mean, marketing is marketing. Honestly, no matter what industry you're in, you're doing the same type of thing. You might have to change how you're talking to people or, you know, just tweak a little bit here, but it's marketing. But that's what's really cool about you and Dell is yeah. that you have corporate experience yeah. and you have small business experience. Yeah, exactly. Which is really cool. Like I remember when we first brought you on for marketing mm-hmm. at stride. You were like, we sat down together. You're like, okay, what do you want? What do you want it to look like? Give me mm-hmm. examples. Give me colors. Give me fonts. Give me all this sort of stuff. Literally a day later. I'm not kidding. Like if you ask for like a 20 page report, she'll give you a 40 page report in six hours. Like, I don't know how <laughs> she does it, but she just does. So the next day you send me like a packet of like mm-hmm. strides branding guide. And literally I was like, this is crazy because it looks like a multi-million dollar brand. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's my mm-hmm. small business. Like it's my yeah. boutique studio. Yeah. And seriously, like she'll give you like phases and like steps like, okay, phase one, step one, like this Mm -hmm. is what we're going to be doing to like elevate you to get to phase two, step three or whatever it might be. And it was just like really cool because you really do get like a glimpse into like how the big dogs do it Mm -hmm. as a small business. Yeah. And I think a lot of people too, and this is why my business is made how it is. So 
my business is structured structured really differently. So instead of, I don't know if anybody's worked at or worked for marketing agencies, you, typically like every other business, they want clients. So they want you to sign on. They take you through, you know, getting something might take a long process because they're, you know, that is their business, just making long processes of getting brand guides or whatever it is, um, you know, retaining clients. Although that's great, I do have a lot of other jobs going on that I don't like. It's not that I'm banking on this, but I still don't think I would change my business structure. I think that there's a lot of businesses out there that operate perfectly fine, but sometimes they just don't know what they need Mm -hmm. and they just need that one thing. They don't need a whole marketing client or partner or anything. They don't need a marketing person. They don't need a marketing department. Sometimes just have internally someone like, you know, work with somebody on a website or something like that. So my, I'm, my structure is packages. So over quarantine, when I was unemployed before I reached out to Tori or during actually both, um, it started before and then I started straight at home. I freelanced for a little bit and completely rebranded, um, new logo, new website, new everything, a company out of Ohio that because of the pandemic, they're a talent agency. So they were able to fortunately, you know, get a little help of like, okay, but it can only be used for getting talent. Like how are you going to elevate your business basically to do that? So I was brought on board and I completely redid it for them. I still, that's another job I have. I still work for them, um, to do just like one off, like hourly per week, um, keep them up to date, do social media posts for them if they need flyers or newsletters, or I just did a, um, merch order for them because they hire on people and they like to give them a little package. Um, so do a lot of stuff for them. Um, but then I got another job that was almost the exact same. And I, what I was realizing is, again, there's small businesses out there that probably have not even thought about rebranding, but in the climate we're in, mm-hmm. when it's literally like shit or get off the pot, like you have to do it now. Yeah. Like that's what I want to help you with, but you don't have to keep me. Like I will do this one thing for you or if you just want – a flyer made if you want to start sending newsletters and you just want a template made I will do that one thing and it's almost like an e-commerce so you'll go on you'll see oh the prices will never change it's not going to be like oh here's my hourly late I'm not a lawyer I'm not going to do that to you I know how much things cost because I've been doing it for so long and I even slash that in half because you're a small business I'm not gonna you know make you pay outrageous things like a normal company would one it's just me to I do if I do start getting a lot of clients I do want to grow it and I do want to expand it to other young people who are killer at what they're doing and probably face a lot of things you and I face that they're young and they're gonna which everybody should start somewhere I but they need a portfolio which a lot of things I realized when I moved here is like well you don't have a lot. Well, how am I going to get experience? Mm -hmm. I've only been on this earth for 25 years. What do you want from me? Like there were that, and there's only those certain people that were like, okay, well that have said to me, how's she going to get experience if she doesn't have it? So hopefully at one point, um, if I have enough random clients coming in and out that I can outsource like a lot of graphics or a lot of these things, um, video, like whatever it is, like I just want to kind of be that one-stop shop facilitator and I won't even take a lot of the funds because I really want people to get that experience but there's a lot of the big products and packages that I will do right yeah so that's kind of how I structured that I forgot how we even got into that we were talking about me and you and then we were just like rolling whatever 
rolling in the deep. Oh, I was talking about how you applied it to Stride, like how the small business runs with yes. dogs. Yes, 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 yes. So that's – I'm sure you've heard Tori talk about it a lot. Um, so when Tori and I – start talking about stride we just get on like we just go we just go yeah and we get on a lot of different levels and I think that we both have like the same ideas yeah but different ways yeah that like that's why we work really well together like honestly I haven't worked hour after hour like when we did it trying to home with someone and not want to like kill them like yeah I, like I could we could sit there and we could sleep there like yeah Ever. Like, I would leave straight home mm-hmm. and just want to do more. Yeah. Like I'm like, yeah. wow, I have so many ideas. We just when we leave each other, we just are filled with so much creative energy. Yeah. For each other and like what we work on together and then independently because we just like feed off of like what that other person has. Yeah. It's like a really Still special, <laughs> special bond. Special. Very special. <laughs> walk me through like how you typically schedule out your work day with all of your responsibilities. So let's yes. start with morning, mm-hmm. then your work day mm-hmm. and then at night. Okay. So the morning, um, I am really specific with my phone. So I actually, I can attest to this. Yes. I have, or used to have a lot of anxiety, um, like bad anxiety. So I was like, okay, it took me a while though to realize like to segment it like what is giving me anxiety and how do I help that so one thing that I'm sure everybody can attest to and Tori's talked about it so many times is your phone your phone just stresses you out because you live off your phone whether it's your friends your work your just addiction to social media your whatever it is that was number one for me so at night I put my phone on do not disturb I the only thing I touch my phone at is to turn off my alarm if I even need it. So I get up around seven every morning. Um, still do not touch my phone. I literally pick my phone up and my big water bottle that's sitting over here, um, and bring it in my office and I leave it there and I go downstairs. I go get my dogs. We go for a walk, um, which I like to, I like to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Shout out to Helen Bentley again. Um, Max and I were like, oh, we don't have a yard to let the dogs out. So they're, first of all, they're little dogs. They're Puggle and a French Bulldog, so they're fine walking. I like doing that even though it's freezing ass outside because that's my way of getting my body moving. You know, some people are like, oh, I got to, you know, work out in the morning, which I used to be a freak about that. I used to wake up at four literally like two years ago to do that. And now I'm like, mm, no, don't need to. Um, but I walk them, you know, we go for a little short walk. I come in, I make lemon water. Um, cause you've also talked about this and maybe it is because we're so busy, uh, digestive problems and just like, dude, Danielle and I can eat. Yeah, that's, that's probably why <laughs> we eat Chipotle every day. Maybe that's why. Um, no, we don't. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, we're not kidding. I had Chipotle <laughs> last night. I had it Tuesday. I had it Monday and I had it Saturday. So good. I'm not kidding. I know. Yesterday was Wednesday. Oh my God. I had it three days in a row. That's okay. Did you get the same thing every day though? Well, yesterday I got a bowl. The other okay. two, other three days I got a burrito. Oh, but it's okay. A burrito in a tortilla <laughs> or a bowl in a tortilla. Yeah. So it's fine. Um, but yeah, because of all the Chipotle eating, which I would not hate if you got sponsored by Chipotle. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Gift cards. Um, we had breakfast sandwiches before we filmed. Oh, I know. We love food. And these lattes. I can't. Um, and Tori just ate some 
strawberries, strawberries. but it, at least it's fruit it's fruit um okay so lemon water hot lemon oh, water <laughs> yeah it's fine not cold um then I go upstairs I feed my dogs then we all go upstairs because my dogs love being in my office I don't know why I think they just like like being next. they love me they like they, you yeah they just like being next to me um so I go up there still have not touched my phone I have two laptops I have my personal laptop and I have my work laptop which connected to two screens which is open right now yeah which is open right now um I have to have two screens because I just have to um so I have all my stuff open depending on the type of day I know I'm having I will either look at my personal email first or my work email first my most productive I wouldn't even really consider it creative I would be like task oriented my tasks all get done in the morning mm-hmm. so I use my inbox at my work inbox not my personal or my other works my main job <laughs> it's hard to differentiate my main job inbox is like my to-do list my task so anything that's left in there that's how I decide what needs to happen but I also like the most of us girls have a calendar hanging up by my wall that I write stuff on and then I have a to-do list on a piece of paper because I have to have a specific piece of paper not even an agenda a piece of paper that I make little checks next to every time I do something (laughs) and then I have my personal calendar that has specific things on there like if you and I have something it'll go on there if I have like an appointment it'll go on there if I'm taking a class it'll go on there teaching goes on there nothing really work related goes on there unless I have a big day of other stuff and I like need to see what it looks like but my work calendar has everything on it how do you have separate calendars like because for me like I hate it if I have something at like if I have an audition let's say at two Mm -hmm. I know that I'm like busy at two so Mm -hmm. then I can't schedule like to record a podcast at two mm-hmm. or I can't like go to lunch at two like how do you have separate calendars and not double book it I do a lot and it's because my work email is through Outlook oh and I can't combine yeah, corporate them. world is very Microsoft it yeah Microsoft Teams is what's up right now mm-hmm. it's that that's their IM system um but yeah so I've tried and if anybody has tips of how to do that in an easy way without like individually so that's why like if I know I have a busy day I'll manually put it into my phone, but yeah. my phone is has both. So if okay. I have like something coming up, I'll get the notification. So that's why I'm like, okay, and I'll see like where it's coming from. So I like I kind of know. Yeah. Would love it if it was in the same place. Um, I think when and if I start getting a lot of stuff for my business, that's yeah. when and it's gonna get really tricky. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, um, I because I am at I'm technically an executive level at my job so like my boss is oversees the whole segment so you typically there's like a hierarchy of marketing we don't have that in our segment I have a parent company there's two parent companies there's one in all of North America and there's one in France our big parent companies in France whoa yeah so she is just my boss so I me and my counterpart we technically are our own boss to an extent so I can kind of make my schedule right unless there's a fire or something at work which you know when you're overseeing a lot of accounts that kind of happens yeah um and you you know there's nothing you really you can do about it which is probably why I'm drinking right now it's fine um lattes anywhere number three yeah so my mornings you know are really looking at both of those calendars yeah seeing what I have to do that day and that's really what decides what laptop I'm really gonna go on yeah. first, honestly 
Um, and then I get the good thing is in my industry, I don't know if it's just this company or in general, I'm always an earlier person than anybody I work with. Yeah. Working from home makes that so much easier too because there's no commute involved. Right. And I still was an early person. So I would usually do like an eight to four, eight to five in an office. But now I'm like, if I'm up at seven, maybe 7.30 to right. whatever. You don't have to like get ready. You don't have yeah. to drive anywhere. Which I, there's so many times my husband comes home for work or from work for lunch. And I like, I didn't even like put a bra or anything on. Why would you? Like, oh, okay. And I'm like, you, when you married me, you did not think this is the way it was I mean, why go would you? Do. You're working from home. Like he, like he I works construction. So he has to like get out of the house. Yeah. And like he what, puts on his like, you know, little mm-hmm. like jeans and shirt and Tim's or whatever. And he goes um, out. Heated jacket. Did I show you? He has a heated jacket. I didn't show you. No. Did wanted... you get that for him? Yes. He wanted it so bad. So That's amazing. It's, you know, one of those constructors in I Milwaukee. You, he it's kind of concerning because you have to chart it's like a heated blanket like that's also concerning because like what if it blows what if he up electrocutes that's himself? what i said so he plugs it in it's the most maxing i ever heard of yeah. course he wants a heated heated of course, coat of course and he's not even working outside he's working down the street oh my God. <laughs> <sighs> so but of course he got he got it and it's helpful when he walks the dogs <laughs> so you know around the block and he gets warm but no he plugs it in so max and then he plugs it into his jacket and his jacket heats up like a heated blanket Good Crazy. for him. Right? Good for so, him. So, yeah, he, he gets dressed up in his jeans and his heated jacket. And then here we – I mean, we're literally recording in sweats. As we should be. Like, why why would we be getting if dressed I, up for I this? I should have came here all dressed up. I would have been, been so, like, wait, what's I going on? I would have went and changed. I was going to – No, well, we went to breakfast, what, two weeks ago? And literally, yeah. so, like, one of my news resolutions is to put a little bit more effort into myself. Mm. So I show up in, like, leggings and, like, sneakers. She, okay. She looks so cute. I didn't really look that cute. Mm, you look but cute. then Danielle gave me my Christmas present, and it was a sweatshirt. sweatshirt. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> She's I like, I'm putting off this my on clothes right and put it on. In the middle of the parking lot with a car parked directly across the house with people in it. Bra out. <laughs> whatever. Like, like I'm, yeah, I would whatever. much rather be comfortable in a sweatshirt than wear clothes. And you were comfortable. And I was way more comfortable. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's what we do in the middle of our day. No, but um, the middle of my day is when it starts getting chaotic. Like I said, I think before I schedule a lot of my calls starting at one. No, it's not because I eat lunch at 12 because after I have my lemon water, I work for a little bit and then probably an hour into working, I get coffee. And that, Tori and I were just talking about this yesterday, did not have coffee because we were talking about anxiety and I do have anxiety with a lot of things and struggling with that mental of okay can you actually do something about it this like there was not like an external thing that I could do like silence my phone or anything like that it was just something that you know I, I I'm gonna have to just figure out and it's Honestly, not even a big deal, you know, just stuff at work that happens because we all have that and we all sometimes don't know how to deal with that. So I didn't have my coffee yesterday. Threw off my whole day. Did ritual. Not, yeah, did not love that. So today when Tori made me a latte, I was very, very excited. But yeah, I usually have coffee right around this time, finish it around this time. So it's like 11 a.m. So my day actually for eating starts super late. Like I'll have like something right well, now. coffee definitely holds you over. It does. And like being in the zone and mm-hmm. being in that state of flow. You just, which, you just don't get hungry. You don't because yeah. you also don't want to lose that for a second because yeah. coffee is also to me, maybe not to, uh, actually other people. I think it's different to me. It's like a, a sign to like slow it a little, like oh. it's super weird. So like I'll get, you know, a lot of the crucial things. And I don't know if it's because like, I want to get things out before people start coming in and checking their emails that like my stuff is done 
it's kind of off my plate now onto you and now I can breathe. Yeah. So then I'll get my coffee and then it'll be like more tactical things. Like if I am like creating something or I am doing something or I need to um, create a workflow for something or Mm -hmm. someone or like a project that I'm working on, like that's when that'll happen. Um, But then it all hell breaks loose from there. So like 1 p.m. on, it's just – a crap shoot no we set up the same way like I've said before on the on the podcast that I'm very like try to be creative in the morning yeah. like that's like when I'm like the most productive mm-hmm. and I'm like okay like but you can read I'm in the fresh. morning mm-hmm. see that's what's interesting to me like it doesn't like but I'm really weird with time so I can yeah. only read if I wake up early enough so yes. like say I woke up at 7 30 yeah. I wouldn't have read yeah. because that's too late yeah like if I wake up at 6 I can definitely read mm-hmm. 6 30 honestly is pushing it Okay, so I actually I can I can understand that now because the other day when shit wasn't crazy at work, I got up super early and I was like, so I've actually had a lot of calls starting at five p five, 5 p.m. PM. 5 oh wait, you had that last Friday. That yeah, sucked. yeah. No, I they're supposed to be every day, but sometimes they'll cancel here and there. If I am up too early, I don't want to sit down too early because yeah. I know my call is at five and I'm like, I know I'm going to be here till five, regardless if I'm done with my stuff. Like again, I work from home. If I don't have anything going on, you know, like everybody else work from home, you don't sit at your computer all day Mm -hmm. if you don't have anything to do. However, I don't know sometimes what a morning's going to be like. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to sit down right now because I might get locked in until 6 PM. So I'll try to do different things. Reading though, I love to read I only read things I know I love to read, though, so I think yeah. that's the problem. Not Well, I guess it's not a problem, but I do finish things like that in, like, a day or two. And, like, even Max is like, how do you read that fast? Him and I, we had a reading contest oh through a page because – and we, like, made sure, like, the page length was the same – because he's like, you're a freak. Like, you read so fast. He's like, I have to paint the picture. I was like, what do you think I do? You think I just read words? Like, I Guys, see what's going so on. Guys, so funny. Like, have you ever seen the TikToks where it's like girls can, like, fill in, like, something and then they, like, show their boyfriend and, like, it's literally just, like, show you, like, touch your girlfriend's boobs or she dies. It's, like, literally that simple. <laughs> and the boys, like, will read it and they'll just be like. L- literally. Literally. Like, it takes, it takes them me, so long. It takes you one second to read that. And yeah. Like, he, so we were doing that and it. it I mean, I read significantly faster, but I think it's just because of the nature of my life. Right. Like, that's just and how I am. And you type fast. I type like it's so crazy. fast. He was like, have you ever taken a test? I was like, no, but I want to find one. I used it's to. It's because you don't have nails. Yeah, I think 100%. if I didn't have nails, I'd be speedy. You you are on your phone. I'm it's speedy a- anyway, but like without nails, I'd be crazy. Yeah, but you love nails. That's why I can't have I almost nails. cut them off last night. <gasps> why? I don't know. They were just long. They I want to look- go get them done. Why? You just got them done. I know, but it's actually been two weeks already. Okay, what are you going to do? Um, so I'm going to do like this like beige and then like a really thin tip of like white and black. Uh, wait, actually, Ooh. let me show you a picture of it because that probably sounds weird like when I describe it, but it's actually really pretty. I like the neutrals. That's me what too. I usually get. And I'm finding a lot like somehow I'm now on like nail Instagram, which I'm so happy to be here. Ooh. It's about it's like honestly I love about time. At stuff like that. I think because I can't have it. Well, I can have it, but I want to do that. Is that pretty? Yes. That's not like a beige though. Are you going to do that color? Uh, yeah, I'm going to do that color. Yeah. What is that? Like milky? Yeah. Yes. Milky. Yes. Make sure you say milky and not beige. I'm just going to literally show them this. It's yeah. good. I have like the little. I feel like they do a great job every time you do that. They always do such yeah. a good job. Yeah. It's very like milky. I like that. I really like it too. I'm so excited. Literally like all my saves are nails because there's so many good ones. 
that's why you get them done every two weeks. I have so much fun getting my nails done. It's literally just like the best thing ever. Anyway, sorry about talking about nails. No, we're um, talking about reading. I do always go. I schedule my nails during the day. Yeah, it's you do. part of my break. Which I typically go on Thursdays. That doesn't stress you out though? No. I typically go on Thursdays at like two. Because yeah. Mondays are hectic. Yeah. Tuesdays are like my day to really get shit done. Yeah. Wednesdays now that I teach in the morning mm-hmm. are my appointment days and my okay. call days. So like yeah. if I need to like go like to a doctor's appointment, dentist appointment, yeah. meet up with someone, like do meetings or something, I will go and do that on like a Wednesday. Yeah. And then Thursday I always record my podcast in the morning and then – Oh, you do always do it mm-hmm, on Thursdays? I try my best to always do it on Thursdays. And then – because if I schedule like a meeting, I know like not to schedule like an audition during this time or an yeah. interview during this time yeah. or a call or anything. Like Thursday well, mornings are my time for this. Still have constants. Well, because that's because of the book that I read. The one thing because yeah. like it's so like I talked about this in another episode. Like I was watching the Taylor Swift documentary. Yeah, and she's in the studio, and I'm like, how crazy is that that like she can like still go into the studio? Like she's so busy. Like, mm-hmm. but like she got to be Taylor Swift because mm-hmm. she records in the studio, mm-hmm. not because she answers emails or goes on calls or goes to she meetings. That That's what I'm, but like yeah. true. Yes. But like also yeah. like the, mm-hmm. the only reason that she can be so wildly mm-hmm. successful is because she's doing the one thing that makes her wildly successful. Yes. Yeah. So like if yeah. a podcast is important at. to me, I shouldn't be scheduling calls and meetings yes. during the time that I'm should be recording a podcast Absolutely. and like for me like when I teach a class it's so easy to be like I'm teaching I'll get back to this later but if I'm not teaching a class mm-hmm. I feel obligated to answer everything right then and there mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be like that yep you know what I mean like yep. so when it's important big things I just have a better space of mind to be like no yeah which is and I, but I should say I should be able to say no to everything yeah like if I like I don't know like if I'm making a playlist like mm-hmm. that's just as important oh yeah as answering an email that's sitting in my inbox. Yes. You know what I mean? So I shouldn't put the playlist on the back burner just mm-hmm. to answer this email that someone just sent me on their agenda mm-hmm. because now it's taking time out of my agenda. Also too, and I don't know, um, maybe your listeners can tell you, I feel like that might be an interesting topic for people to listen to. Like the actual, like what goes into being a spin instructor. Cause I think people think like you just go in and like you, you listen to music. Like there's not everybody, like certain people, yeah. Like, go making a playlist is important, yeah. Because, like you were talking about your class yesterday, like that wouldn't have happened if you just slapped some songs on there, yeah. And you didn't mentally think about things. And like we all get it. Like so, Lauren and Jess, um, Jess, my co-owner, as yeah. you guys know, Lauren Strides, Phoenix Hills manager. Whenever we need something done, it's a very acceptable answer for us to be like, mm-hmm. I'm making a playlist. Like yes. I'll get to it later. Yep. Because like the playlist is more important oh, than yeah. a client account or mm-hmm. about an email that's in our inbox. Yep. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. compared to like the corporate world, what we do at Stride's very like small. It's mm-hmm. all, it's all molehills. It's never really a mountain. Yeah. It's very small stuff that we oh, need to do. Don't worry. It's the same. <laughs> it, it feels like a mountain in the meantime, but I always look back and I'm like, it really is such a no. molehill all the yeah. time. Like, not discrediting like all the hard work that we put in, but like it's just a, it's a collection of small tasks that need to get done. Yeah. So like playlists, for example, are a big task. So like the Mm -hmm. other day, like we were figuring something out with the schedule and Lauren was like, I have to make three playlists. Like I'll get to it later. And we're like, cool, like have fun. But like, we know that like three playlists, okay, that's probably going to take like two to three hours. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and that's part of it. Like it's, it's an important part of Mm -hmm. the business that you should be able to say no to. Exactly. And that I think comes with prioritizing. Exactly. And I think that that's where you and I are. It's not that we're different. It's just that we're in different roles. So again, you, 
being able to structure things around you and what your businesses need out of you, mm-hmm. your businesses, the people who you are connecting with, you know, are on your time mm-hmm. versus it is on my time. A lot of things, like I said before, like, you know, I, I don't have like a direct report other than my other boss, but she's a direct report for everybody. I can make my schedule, but I still serve a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times their time is my time. So whenever they can do something, I 90% of the time should be available to do that, which is why sometimes in the morning if I'm up too early and I don't have a lot going on, I'm hesitant to sit down because I might get locked in on something. And that's just going to kind of keep me locked in that way for the whole day. So, you know, the end of the days, like we were talking about, get chaotic like that. Because sometimes you just – and that's just when things fall in and rescheduling happens. We reschedule. That happens. But it usually happens for the end of days because we have a half hour block here and whatever. Do you typically find that, like, once a certain time hits – that you're like checked out like I or you find that's more acceptable to check out like if I'm like oh I'm done all my work and it's four o'clock I'll I know that I'll just be standby like my email or my phone like in case anyone needs me so I can be like reactive which I hate being reactive Mm -hmm. like I hate feeling Mm -hmm. like like standby to my phone I hate that Mm -hmm. but like when it becomes like 7 30 I'm like okay like it's acceptable to like literally be like I'll get to it tomorrow yeah so I get checked out from work like so the end of my day so from one till five literally that's usually when I schedule all my calls because that's about the mental capacity I have left like Mm -hmm. I can my creative capacity is gone it's gone but my Mm -hmm. problem solving is not I can like talk through a lot of things or I can take a lot of notes on something and then think about it the next morning yeah that's usually the end of my day but typically it's like three to four where I'm like really like between the four and five if I have that five o'clock call like I'm yeah if if I get an email I'll look usually it's at the end of people's days too like they're either running around or they're doing something um so you know it's not the end of the world but um at night so after work I'll I'll just kind of go through yeah when do you work out like give us yeah because that could change too um so I teach at five, which that kind of helps me disconnect and have a stopping point, at least on Tuesdays, because four is like, I start to, yeah, like 3.30, honestly, I really like start to get ready because like I have to like, you know, yeah. put work five aside. Five is so early. It is very early. So because you start, you have to you get have, ready You start early. getting ready so early. Yeah. Yeah. So, and even like Max came home one day and was like, you don't teach till five. I was like, yeah, but I got to get there at like, yeah. 420 and then I have to like set the mute like yeah I like I'll make my to, playlist at two then yes. I start getting ready at 345 and cool then I leave thing. at 415 so I can get there at 430 it's like yeah. and then I don't leave the studio until seven so like literally yeah, like two to seven after. you're done mm-hmm. like the exactly. whole, that's your you whole day s- yeah and you still don't look at your phone after because you're talking to you're clients talking, you're talking yeah. to you know everybody you work with your yeah. instructors and then I do check things. my phone I'm like oh like I'm tired I'll get to it tomorrow yeah like it's so much more acceptable for me to be like no I'm done work like when I'm done teaching yeah Yeah. Which isn't fair. I should be able to be like, no, like I'm done. Like even when I'm working from home. I mean, there are times that like after that, I do have to answer a few emails because it is technically early on my side. Um, But also the good thing is, and like my boss is really good about it too. Depends. Some people get a lot of anxiety from it, but my boss is a young boss too. She 
you know, has kids. She's, she has a life. She's super into fitness. She's, you know, she has things that mean a lot to her. Sometimes she emails at 10 o'clock at night because that is her alone time because I'm, I'm assuming I kind of know, but I am also speculating and assuming, but one of her kids played hockey. I'm sure he had a hockey game and she didn't want to be working during it. Like, you know what I mean? Like there are things that she, you just have to mentally know what's important to you. And then a few emails to shoot them off just to get them off the plate. If it's not going to alter your state of mind, then do that. Like there's a lot of times that I'll, you know, like iPhones, you just look at it. You can see what it is, you know, the glimpse of it. And I'll be like, okay, that can wait till tomorrow. Yes. And then that's so me to a T. And like, that's what I realized literally within like past couple of weeks is that I have so much anxiety over my email, but it's not the emails that are coming in. It's the not knowing what emails are in my inbox. So like if I know that I have like five emails in my inbox and I know what they are, I'm not stressed out about it. I only get stressed about out about it. If I haven't checked my email for a while and I'm like, well, what if I have a really pressing email or what if I have like these things that I really need to get to or what if I have 20 emails built up in my inbox? Like I don't really get a lot of emails like right now I do because of um, I'm in the process of interviewing for Sea Isle. Yeah. But like that's all stuff that like one, it's fun. Two, I'm not nervous about it or anxious about it. And three, it's all stuff that like it's requiring my times. Like I'll get to it when I can get to it. But it's also like, I know what's in the inbox. So I'm not stressing out about it when it's like, I don't know what could be coming in in the inbox. That's Mm -hmm. when I stress out about it. Yeah. And that, so that is a lot of my job and what I do. There's always going to be the little fires and that's exactly what they are. Mm -hmm. They're just little fires, but sometimes that takes a lot of your time. Yeah. So I get what you mean with altering your state. Like I remember like, I mean, I remember I do it every day when I wake up, I'm like, let me just check my email to make sure nothing bad. But then I'm like, no, no, no. Because if anything bad is in there, I'm not like the mental capacity where I'm ready to like deal with it yet. So I have a really good example of that. And, um, shout out to you again, because when I remember I was making notes on your iPad. Yeah. So obviously because I launched my business, I've been making a lot of like logos and stuff like that. So Max got me an iPad and procreate. So shout out Max. Right. So I purposely did not put any of my work apps or anything on my iPad. Mm. Like I went through yesterday and took out a lot of things that I have my computer and my phone for because if I'm on my iPad drawing, creating, being creative, I want to only do that. Like I don't want to have – like if I'm going to be in that space, I don't want to see an email pop up and be like – Oh, shit, should I look at that? Should I not look at that? Like, I want to just be in that space. So, like, yesterday, like, I'm still, like, learning a lot of it. And I was just sitting downstairs. And I was just doing that. Didn't even have my phone next to me. And that's what I was doing. So, like, if something happened or if I saw an email, again, it was, like, 9 o'clock at night. So, mm-hmm. I shouldn't – if an email came, I shouldn't be worried about it. But – It's honestly just the anxiety of, like, the unknown. Yeah. Like, I always yeah. think, like, maybe I should get a work phone so I can, like, separate it. But then I'm like, well, what if, like, something comes through and it, like, needs my attention? Like, I won't even know. Mm-hmm. So – I Which used socks to like live in that state of mind yeah, all the time. That's the state of mind that we live in. Um, but I, um, I used to have a work phone for Caesars when I worked there. It that used to be the it was a BlackBerry. Duh, <laughs> that was the time. My BlackBerry. Um, I went in eighth grade. Yeah. So yeah, I think we all have Blackberries. But yeah, at one point, no, did I? I think I had an iPhone. Duh, at that point. But an iPhone and a BlackBerry, mm-hmm. and that it, there is a perfect example of that. Like when you try it, it was a weekend. I went to the gym. I only brought my personal phone because I'm like, I don't want to interrupt. my. I care a lot about this yeah. thing that I'm doing. I don't want my work phone. So 
I didn't bring it and I came back and I had like 50 calls like I literally kid you not because events and casinos happen on the weekend yeah so I was on call but it was like early in the morning on a Saturday like I'm on call I'm not working so that sprung the rest of the day of just like full of anxiety because I didn't have it for two seconds now I have um google voice Oh, what's that? So tell us. it is an app that gives you a different phone number. Oh my God. Tell us more. Mm-hmm. So I learned about it at, um, one of the job, my first job that I took in Philly, um, be for that same reason. You don't want who, first of all, who wants to look like a douchebag and carry two phones? N- no one. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to do that anymore. Um, it was cool for like a year and then people are like, okay, you just look douchey. Don't do it. So Google voice, literally you pick what area so it's also kind of sketchy (laughs) but you pick like what area so I picked Philly because I lived here yeah and with work and being I've always held it's called field marketing so basically like I said before um this is how I explain it to people because Max and I watched the McDonald's documentary because your dad again shout out to the DeSimones for everything (laughs) um your dad was talking about how great it was so we watched it um basically for people who don't know or um not really understand what field marketing is so Think of the first McDonald's and how they wanted to, when they branched out, they were trying to make every single one like the first one. I work for the first one. So I oversee all of the other little McDonald's, make sure everyone looks, feels, everything is exactly the same with no matter company I'm I'm in. So it's all branding. It's all everything. But because there's so many different people I have to talk to and people who have to have my number, I give them that number. Same phone goes, it has a separate um, dial and message center. And then when I call, people see that number. If I have to call from that number, from Can that they app. text you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And does it show up in like your typical inbox? Like your. It doesn't, here, I'll show you. It yeah, doesn't show see? up in my inbox, but it, um, so that's the only way it, so it's right here. Google Voice. Whoa. So messages, and I have um, contacts, and this is all my contacts. So that's the only thing that I get confused about Can sometimes. Can I have your work number? Yeah. Cool. You don't have it? I mean, maybe you've called me from it one time. No, Probably you definitely not. haven't. Why would I? Because I give people... Um, I never answer numbers I don't have. Yeah, no. I, I, that's in like all my signatures. That's like all my work stuff, my business cards. Um, but the only negative is all my contacts are in there regardless. So, and when it comes through, you don't know it's coming through Google Voice. So if I see it come up, I miss it, and I go to call them back instinctively I'll call them back for my personal number yeah just because that's habit and a lot of times they won't answer and I'm like Shit. but it's good because then they don't know it was me so then I just like, wait, wait, wait a little bit wait that's and call really them back nice. for my work but how much is it a month nothing it's free yes. you get a number for free mm-hmm. I don't know if I've had this for a few years now so I don't know if like I'm grandfathered oh my god mm-hmm. it's free oh my god so, but it helps a lot and it helped a lot during actually this time when we're getting a lot of prank calls yeah. from things that are like numbers so I remember I was getting my nails done and I kept calling because you have to call and schedule. They were not answering. I called for like three days. I was like, you know what? Let me try this. I called from my work number. They answered. My personal number is New York. Oh. So I don't know if because they were getting a lot of robocalls or whatever was happening that they just yeah. didn't answer. So as soon as I called from that. So like there's certain things that it's good to have because I'm not a, you know, PA resident through and through that like helps and it works and because all of my accounts that I oversee are PA so it's easier for them if they see a PA number they'll answer it too versus like a New York number when they're like oh who's this plus it keeps it separate so like my my texts 
are my texts. When is something that I literally just thought of? When we were first setting up Stride Phoenixville, all the calls, because we didn't have like a physical phone yet, mm-hmm. all the calls would come to my phone. Mm-hmm. So like I would answer, I'd be like, hello stride and like we weren't open like That's we were so literally funny. like in the building stages i'd be like hello stride and it'd be people that just wanted to talk to me they'd be like is this tori i'm like no it's actually jess <laughs> and i would tell jess i'm like i'm gonna pretend to be you she's like do it so i'd always be like no this is jess and yeah. then they'd be like oh never mind then they'd yeah, hang up you out of all people would have needed that oh my god well i literally always wanted two numbers but i guess Maybe. if it all comes to my same if it comes to the same phone it comes to the same phone it just goes goes to different space. so like for example like if you did like start branching out stride or something and you really needed like people to only contact you it's a little weird to get used to at first but it that's another good point of separating mm-hmm. it separates it like I like that you don't have you won't go in your text and like you know like there's work people that text you or something that you're like Ugh, like it makes your stomach churn or like yeah. you just don't want to think about something but you can't yeah it's in your, and you can't delete it because you need to look at it yeah this way like that one that I still have unopened it's unopened for a reason and I'll get to it when I get to it but it's separate yeah you know what I mean like I'm not gonna see it I like that yeah it's very helpful. That is very helpful. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I think I'm going to set up a new number while we're done. <laughs> I'll hit you for my new number. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give you mine now, though. <laughs> we'll talk to each other. Maybe I'll do a CIL numbers. area code. I can have a 609. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I did it. I mean, especially if you're going to be, like, doing stuff out there. Not, like, your area code's so far away that people will still answer. But Yeah. But that'd be fun to have a 609. Then I look like a local. I look like a beach bum. You are a beach bum in the summer. I am a beach bum in the summer. It's so fun. Um, we've been talking for an hour and a half. We literally even get to like half the stuff that we wrote down. I only need a part two. <laughs> I definitely think I need to bring you back on for a part two. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's guys, there's so much that we want to talk about. We literally want to talk about like a lot. A lot. I mean, we did talk about No, but like half. the meat of it of like how we still manage to like party and go out and stuff. I yeah, think that, that I, that's needs to be a good part two. Yeah. No, because we were literally going to talk about, like, how to be young, like, mm-hmm. social life as a young person who has our shit together. Yeah. So I definitely think I need to bring you back on for a part two. Yeah. Dude, this is so this fun. This is fun. This you know, is this so is what fun. we're saying, guys. We can literally talk for hours. I'm not kidding. I was looking at the clock. That's why I, like, set an alarm for myself. I was like, oh, I do have I know. To- I saw you set an alarm. <laughs> I was like, I have to be an adult in 24 minutes. <laughs> I know. It's, like, 1130. Like, I know Lauren's going to be coming back from the studio, like, mm-hmm. any minute. So, yeah, yes. this is crazy. I had so much fun. It was so fun. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Oh my God, absolutely. You'll be back on soon. We'll oh, do um, part two for this. But yeah, okay. guys, check out Danielle. Check out Dell Marketing. I'm going to leave a link to it in the description box down below for the Instagram and for her website. Mm-hmm. If you guys are a small business, if you guys work in corporate anything, she can help you with it. She's really, really amazing. Like she said, it's a la carte. So if you mm-hmm. need like one thing, but not everything, you can pick what you need one time, forever, whatever you need. She's there. So be sure to check her out. She really is like the absolute <laughs> best. And I just couldn't be happier to have you on. Thank you. I loved this. Me loved too. this. We also talked about having our own. We'll have our own by ourselves. No, seriously. We're just gonna, like, I don't even know what it would be called. Like ice machine and lattes or something. <laughs> I love that. See, literally talk. just, this is what happens. We just like spit fire stuff and it happens. Done. I don't know if Signed, ice machine and lattes is fire, but oh my God. We'll, no, we'll have a show Sponsored. all about eating. The whole thing will be a mukbang all the time. That's what we need to record though. All we do is for, eat. Like people don't get it. Like I remember one of the first mm-hmm. times we sat down and I was like, Danielle, like I eat a lot. And you're like, no, no, no. I eat a lot. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, 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 no. I ate no. more than my husband. I ate more than a lot of people. Yeah. We housed our breakfast sandwiches in like three seconds. We're like the whole time. Just, oh my God, this is so good. Oh, this is so good. Shout out to Karen. <laughs> Shout out my mom. Like, so like the best breakfast sandwich. She goes crazy. In the world. She goes crazy with the breakfast so sandwich. Good. I know her and I are supposed to get lunch. I'm like, I'm literally not hungry. Maybe I'll just hang out with her for a little bit. Maybe yeah. we'll go for a walk. 
after she worked out she was active today she <laughs> was active her. today she already has been activated i need to get activated <laughs> all right guys i will talk to you guys next week i hope you have a wonderful week i hope you have the best monday of your life because you deserve to have the best day of your life and yeah check us out <laughs> in the description box and we'll have for you bye